1: Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, and I am going to be joined by my compadre, my BFF, my very own professional better, Simon Hunter. Simon, I have a very simple question for you. You ready? Yes. Are you
2: there? I was miming the head nod.
1: Don't forget, this is an audio medium, so people need to hear you respond. That's true. We need to change it up this week. Is it possible to reach peak football? To reach peak football? And by that, I mean, you know, on Monday night, I texted you and I said I could not even watch. I can't watch the steelers bengals game. Instead, um, I watched the show Get Shorty with my wife, with Stacey the TV series starring Chris O'Dowd. You know, he's that, that very charming Irish fella who was the cop in Bridesmaids. I love Elmore Leonard. He's one of my favorite writers. It's based on his book, which they also turned it into a movie with John Travolta, which was amazing. But like, I couldn't watch football on Monday. I just had it. Like I, I, I was almost sick of it. And like, even on Sunday night, Sunday night, we needed the Giants for our lungs. I went to bed in the third quarter. Like before like before the game was out of reach, I went to bed. Earlier in the day for the late games, in the middle of the late games, I took the dog for a walk in the snow. And then I rode the Peloton. And like I just couldn't
2: even watch football anymore.
0: Lungs are bursting at the
2: moment for Melbourne. What happened? Uh- that's why you're not a pro, chat. That was just another Sunday for your guy Simon. But for Chad, that was just the end of the world kind of Sunday for football. That's hilarious. It just beat you down. Uh-huh. It,
1: but it wasn't like I honestly feel like, and I've look, I've been doing this a long time, right? Like I've been a media professional, covering like the NFL either as a reporter or a writer or an editor or having general oversight over various sized media entities. And um, NFL is always the only thing that matters. So, of course, I have to pay attention to it. And, like, I, like, I've never had a feeling where I was just, like, burned out.
2: Yeah. No, we're the three C's here. You're, you're cursed. I'm a coward. And Matt Mitchell's a contortionist. <laughs> he's, a, he's a flexible <laughs> guy. Uh, it, it was, I'm, like, right there with you. Like, literally, I woke up Sunday morning. We're seriously, it's crazy. Dad. we're just so good on these Tuesday shows. And then we are just complete buffoons come the weekend. It's just the pressure. Lucky for us, everyone else is feeling the pressure. Like I texted you, the top three guys all went one and four. So even though we went two and three last week, we're still if we just somehow win four or five, we go four or five and oh, we'll be top this is, twenty. This so is so it's good like lesson.
1: We're going to get to that part. I, I don't want to preempt like our, our sort of roundup, but it is, it is a very good lesson, right? Because we were so honored on Tuesday. And then like Sunday morning, there were two games that you sent me that we were on complete opposite sides of on Tuesday. Um, we ended up going with, we liked, uh, you sent me Seattle. And I'm like, dude, Seattle, liking Seattle was never part of the equation. It was either Washington or nothing. <laughs> Liking Seattle was never on, it was never on the menu and then new England. And like, I had completely convinced you on Tuesday that new England was the wrong side. And here's what happened by Sunday morning. I had heard so many people saying they were on new England and it being like the right side that I had flipped and the game played exactly the way I felt like it would play. And well,
2: yeah, not really because that Dude, literally that it game, totally did. It was six to nothing, and then Gilmore tore his ACL, like the defensive player of the year who shuts down half a field tore his ACL. Miami scored three touchdowns. They scored a touchdown every possession from that point on. So yeah, we were we were dead on, on Tuesday. We both said this is a sharp trap. They're they're sucking us in on this number with the uh, New England. And we were right, it was Miami was the right side. So it was even more painful for me just because, like like I'm saying, Sunday morning I literally had the Ravens in for us and I had the Jets in. And the Ravens were uh, minus 14, I think, in the contest. So I said, this name, this number's at minus 12 and a half. Chad's going to hate this number. So I took that one out. <laughs> the The Jets was plus 16, and it had gone up to 17 and a half by that point in Sunday morning. And I go, well, Chad's going to hate this too. There's no value in the Jets. Even though – that Jets game, like I told you, I give out the big bets. So this this year, I was two and one coming into this weekend on my big bets, and the Jets just jumped off the page where I was just like, I, I tweeted out ninety seven percent of the money was bet on the Rams. It was just the classic. It makes honestly these, some of the times I told you these games make you think the NFL's fixed. That was one of them. I said in no world. Is this number going to come in? Because if it's if it's ninety seven percent of the money are on the Rams, that's like hundred percent of the money and teasers, hundred percent of the, the, the money line parlays are all on the Rams. This is just lined up where that was one of my bigger bets, and even I cowered out of putting that in our competition. Like I'm embarrassed by it. Like that was a coward, not to. Play I don't the know cuts. what
1: is going on with us, Simon. Well, hell, you're just a goddamn coward. I won't have sons of
0: bitches. We're afraid to fight
1: stinking up this place of honor. You hear me? You goddamn coward. We, we started with with the Broncos, which we loved, even though we had promised ourselves we'd never bet the Broncos again. Yep. We started out betting the Broncos at plus six. 80% of the money was coming on the bills. We were convinced, like, go against the public or the, when they're betting on the road favorite didn't, didn't hit. Then we were so depressed. We didn't play the Panthers, even though, like, of we course- We loved it. And like, we would have won that game. Then we ended up going with the Cowboys, which was the exact right side. Loved it. No debate. Uh, we went with Arizona with.
2: Um, I switched the Al- switch Atlanta out too, which we had in Atlanta right. all week plus six. Yep. We, I Atlanta. mean, that was a lucky cover, but we still we were on that right side. We had
1: Atlanta and we ended up going with. Um, we had uh, Dallas and we had Arizona. Arizona like that was just gut ranching. So we're two and two going into the the night game with the Giants. And look, they they had it. I mean they, they had three red zone three red zone uh, trips and, and just came away with three points in the first yeah half.
2: That, that as soon as that punter threw that ball I go oh well me and Chad's bet's dead in the first yeah. quarter that was the make or big play like that's some momentum flipping game uh, like play right there. And that just completely Cleveland just steamrolling after that place. So, yeah, that was, it was a tough weekend, but like we just talked about. Yeah. Somehow everyone else is feeling the pressure too. And people are taking dumb picks. Like a lot of guys in this uh, pick contest, they had Pittsburgh. And like they took That's a road cool. team getting over 80% of the money. So, you know, these guys here, they can, they can keep feeling this pressure and hopefully we can just bounce back here because once again, this is a great slate this coming week.
1: Here's what I do appreciate. Like Sunday morning, we aggressively debated the Seahawks and the Giants. And because you're a class act and you do this out of the goodness of your heart and you want to make people better and you're, you, you genuinely want us to win. I think you want us to win more for me than you want to win for yourself. And so uh, you let me play with you. And like, I wanted the, you wanted the Seahawks, I wanted the Giants. Uh, I went out. I wrote, I wrote to you. I own it. It's on me. <laughs> give me the ball. I'm not afraid of the decision. I mean, Seattle didn't cover either, and so that ended up being okay. But if they had covered and the Giants did not, like, I would have been gut just.
2: Yeah, like, I still want to give you anything, though, because it, it was the exact same place last. why I liked Cincinnati last like It was the same reason why we liked the Giants. There were home teams getting no money. Everyone left the Giants for dead. They left the Cincinnati for dead. Unfortunately, we were on the wrong side of the Giants, but the Cincinnati was the exact way I thought that Giants game was going to play out. Just the home team that things hadn't gone right for, that things were going to go right for them in that situation, and it just didn't work out. So, yeah, I didn't beat you up about the Giants because I was right there with you. It's like that's, that's a, that was a smart game, a smart number. We looked like idiots on it, but then the next day, all the people calling us idiots were the same people taking Pittsburgh. So it's like, you know, if we that's bet true. these home – you bet these home dogs, you take these money lines on these big dogs – doesn't matter if you only hit it once out of every four or five the value is just there on these teams where like that i saw darren tweet out and i hate when people tweet these things because it it makes all of us hate ourselves for not doing it but like a thousand dollar wager on the money line of the jets and the Bengals together would pay 120k it's like i saw that of course but who's gonna bet that next 120 times you know so that was just insane uh back-to-back days that, that that happened that whole situation
1: I do appreciate that uh, after I texted you last night that I, I cannot watch football anymore. Uh, you responded like with the most positive upbeat message. If we go five and zero, like you said, and everyone shits the bed like this week, we can still finish in the top 20. My response to you. Do you remember my response to you? It was something about a foxhole, right? I said, you are great in a foxhole. <laughs> like you just no. need when you're down, You need people with a good attitude who can tell you like, it doesn't matter that there are snipers Uh, on every single hill. We're going to find a way.
2: Oh yeah, buddy. It's, it's so the classic saying we might've lost the battle, but we didn't lose the war. I mean, we're still fighting here. So that's if you're ever trying to get in this lifestyle, like you want to be a pro, like, I'm not going to lie. I, I won that big bet in the jets, but I cried on Sunday when I put on Twitter in my survivor pool, if I should take the 49ers with the bucks or should I do the bucks with the bears? And I joke all the time to fade the public. And I should have, I should have listened to myself, but like, I wanted to win it with the fans and I was like, all right, I'll do the bucks and the 49ers. And like, that's a high, it was a high six figure loss for me. So I would have won the contest outright. With, no. Uh, yeah. Because no one else had taken the Bears. So if I had done the Bears-Bucks combo, oh, God, I would have so much money right now. So I like, I, I was just like, like, you know, you said you couldn't even watch football anymore. I literally was like, like melting into my couch. I, I like literally felt like someone had just dumped lava on top of me. I was dying.
0: Because it
2: was so much money there for the taking. Because like I said before, we haven't – I want to chop the pot with everyone. But we have, we have these two guys who have been real stingy about it. But luckily, one of them got knocked out. So we only have one guy left who doesn't want to chop it. Um for my survivor pool. But like, yeah, high six figures, big money, like I would have won on that survivor pool if I had just taken the bears. So it was if that if that Jets game hadn't covered, I wouldn't be here right now. I literally I'm with you. I would have just been done for the season because that sure. would have been too much money lost in one day for your boy to recover from. But luckily the Jets came through. So I'm still standing. I'm still fighting.
1: And we have one more week. We have one more week. Remember, uh, reminder, Simon Hunter is a professional better. You have joined us every single week of the pod. And we enter the DraftKings Pro Football Pick'em National Championship. Every week we put in five picks. This is it, folks. It ends in week 16. These are our last five picks. The pod's going to continue. I don't want people to think the pod's not going to continue. We're going to keep doing the picks. We're going to keep going through the end of the season. We're going to keep going through the playoffs. We're going to go through the Super Bowl. It doesn't end. But this is our last chance to win some money in the DraftKings Pro Football Pick'em National Championship. And don't forget, from now through the end of the season, uh, through the Super Bowl, we are giving a lucky listener $100 for every game we win each week. And we are giving equal amount to the charity of the winner's choice to be eligible. Go review the podcast. This week's Phrase That Pays. Simon says, own your decisions. Own your decisions. Simon says, own your decisions. If Matt Mitchell randomly chooses it, you will win the money. Everything we're discussing, every pick we make, it's all in the Action Network app. Download downloaded. It's free. It's award-winning. Go get it. Follow at Simon Hunter. Follow me. That's where you can see all of the picks that we end up making. All right. We went two and three. It's so the last week of the contest. Uh, we are in 61st place right now. We dropped seven places. Um, on the year... We are 38 and 27. That's a winning percentage of 58%. Unbelievably good. Like that is professional, you know, make your money in six months record. Overall, including the picks we put in the app because we had to have two bye weeks, but we still made picks. 41 and 34. Win percentage of 54.6%. Again, follow Simon Hunter in the app. That's where we put them all on Sunday morning. We got a big balls bet of the week. We got a hornet's nest. We got a well. We don't have a survivor. I'm sorry.
2: We do. So it worked out where everyone else went one on one. So we only had one guy get knocked out. He went zero and two. Ah. The rest of us went one on one. That's that's what I'm saying. I would have won it if I would have won theirs. I'd have been the only two and oh. So you're still. So
1: you're not out of it. You okay? Okay.
2: Good. No, but I would be sitting on a pile of cash right now if I'd won it. I mean, I'm an idiot.
1: Okay. Got it. You're an idiot. Idiot. We got the big balls bet last week. It was the saints at plus three. Uh, We ended up pushing that. We got the Hornets nest. We were on the Vikings. We switched to the bears. Um, So, you know, sorry about that. (sighs) We got, we got so many games to talk about, man. It's like, yeah. And
2: for, and for people thinking that like, you were just saying the show doesn't end after the season, like last year on the playoffs, I came on and, I gave out futures on the chiefs. We, every week I gave out the picks of the chiefs. I also gave out the Titans money line against the Ravens. So if you, if you like the show, we'll keep it going. Even in the playoffs.
1: We are keeping it going. Whether they honestly, whether they like it or not, <laughs> we
2: <We're keeping laughs> Take it their going. medicine.
1: Yeah. All right. So we have a Friday game. We got the Vikings visiting the saints on what looks like Christmas day. And the Vikings are seven-point dogs at New Orleans. Look, New Orleans looked great. Top-notch defense. Drew Brees finally came into form at the end of that game. The Vikings just, they never got it together. Like, I kept thinking their defense would come around, and Mike Zimmer would find the way. Uh, 70% of the bets, 50% of the money coming in on the Saints. What say you, Simon?
2: What a great, uh, great game for Christmas. Just a holiday treat just one team that's completely gone in the tank and the saints they're dying for a bounce back game, but you just said it, all the money on Christmas day is going to be coming on the saints. This is a pro pro line, seven and a half. We've taken the Vikings this year as a dog and that's when they've been covered for us. That, that, that Tampa Bay one, that was brutal, but that was on the kicker. That was one of the few games they didn't cover as a big dog. So got to take the Vikings here, especially with the hook. It's, it's well, a lot of points
1: right now. I'm only seeing seven at DraftKings.
2: So that's brutal. It's like draft. I hate, I, I don't want to talk bad about DraftKings, but they're killing us with these lines because there's so many books out there seven and a half. And that's like, that's what we want to play in the contest. We like the seven and a half because that's just a great number. And we don't, don't do pushes to root here,
1: but like, I don't want to bet the fucking Vikings. Give me the, give me the, forget about the emotion. Give me your number here.
2: That's what it is. It's seven. This is like a touchdown game. The, the Saints it. have a great defense. Last week, that was unbelievable. That guy pushed that ball out of the end zone. Like, if that, that guy recovered that fumble for the Saints, Saints probably would have won that game because they would have been tied at that point. And we saw what happened in the second half. They, they played really well, the Saints. But, man, you're exactly right. This is one of those that no one wants to take to the Vikings. Everyone's sick of the Vikings. That's why it's a smart time to take them. It's just a lot of points – and I know the Saints are desperate. But they need the win, but seven and a half is a lot of points to lay against that Minnesota offense.
1: All right. Well, we'll wait and see. Maybe it'll get to seven and a half. I mean, 70% of the, but, the, the bets are coming in on the Saints. So, you know, there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance.
0: <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance.
2: Yeah! You
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Let's get into the Saturday games. First one, first one up. Buccaneers, resurgent Buccaneers against the Lions, who are looking no good. Nine and a half point favorites on the road, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, the professional in me wants to tell you, take the home dog, the plus ten, the plus nine and a half. But if Stafford's hurt, he's playing hurt. Yeah. He, he's just not right. Like that game, he did all he could, but that defense just got absolutely torched by Tennessee and. We've seen the Buccaneers, just like last week, their offense pulled them out of that big hole and Tom Brady just put up a ton of points. So, right. We I, I don't want to touch this game because it's too, too large of a team to take on the road here, but I'll be on the Buccaneers side. It's just, I, I can't trust Stafford with all these injuries piling up. He, he just isn't right right now.
1: So you like it, you like it as a bet, but you don't think it's good for the contest.
2: Yeah. That's just a scary number. Like I had this at eight. So I think you're getting good value on the lions, but I don't think my system's taken into enough how much banged up Stafford is. He just in that game, he, in that second half, he looked exhausted. Like he every time he would drop back, I was just scared he's going to take a hit, and that's going to be the end of it for the year for him. So I, I, I'm getting good value here on the on the lines, but I'm not doing. It. I can't take the line, so I would take the Buccaneers because of that. I don't want to put in the competition.
1: As we go through this, we also have to think about: is our strategy right now? Find the five games we think will make us go five and zero find the five games that we think will move us up dramatically in the contest that nobody else is going to take.
2: At this point, we just got to go five. zero. We, we, we can't worry about anyone else. We, we just need to go five. And o. so that's why like this week, honestly, whatever we pretty much say on this Tuesday show, I'm going to try to stay to it. I'm not going to try to be a decisive Sunday morning. Like I, I feel like we're going to nail these numbers once again, this week, like I'll go over it next week at the end of the year show. Um, I've tracked all of our picks from this show and it's going to make you so sad, the percentage of what we won on this show compared to what we did on Sunday. So I'll say that for oh next week. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, yeah. my God. That is going to be a brutal, brutal show. I can't, yeah. people can't wait for that. We got, you know what, by the way? That's why the phrase that pays is you got to own your decisions.
2: <laughs> you got to.
1: 49ers, uh, the team we used to love to bet against the Cardinals, the current team we love to bet. The Cardinals are four and a half point favorites at home, which is essentially a home game for the 49ers right now. I would take the Cardinals here. You would? Well, would I Would I not? Would I not? Do I not want to? <laughs>
2: no, it's it's one of those where I think that everyone's done with the 49ers. That was an awful game against Dallas. They had two red zone turnovers themselves. They had two muffed punts, I think, uh, the 49ers in their own red zones. So, I have to buy well on them here. The Cardinals, I loved them last week because I thought Jalen Hurts was going to lay an egg. That was a, a rookie QB in his first start on the road. And I tweeted out as a joke, but I'm kind of for real. Like, this this kid is incredible, Jalen Hurts. He's making plays that only a handful of guys in the entire league can make the plays he made against this Cardinals team. So Cardinals are a good team. They're getting into playoff form here. They need to the win. But divisional game – Plus four for the 49ers and no one's gonna be betting the 49ers. I have to. It's the pro, it's the pro side. You have to take the plus four here for the 49ers.
1: Well, you're a hundred percent right. And as soon as I said I want to take the Cardinals, I looked, I scrolled over on the uh, Action Network website to see the percentage of bets coming in on the Cardinals, and it was eighty percent. So wow. uh we're getting four and a half at DraftKings on this. So we're getting 49ers, four and a half. It feels like an automatic take.
2: Yeah, that's that's crazy that much more. I like I thought it was gonna be like something like sixty five, seventy percent, but eighty percent. Like the public does get games right. Like you just said with that Buffalo game, they were they were on that one. They were on the Cleveland one. That was good picks by them, but we we have to take this divisional game. The everyone's giving up on the 49ers, like you just said all that money come on the Cardinals, like four and a half. That that's a good number.
1: Bing, 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 bing. Forty four and plus four and a half. That's how that's the road to five and zero starts. With professional picks and the 49ers plus four and a half is a professional pick. On Sunday, on on that's by the way, this is Saturday game. Saturday morning, Saturday morning. I don't want to get a fucking text from you. Okay. I don't want to like, I don't want to get a text that says the numbers no good, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've been thinking we're fucking in. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. But yeah, that is what I do with the numbers is true, man. Like, I, that's my job is to find you value. Like, you wanted to do the Saints. I said, why would we do the Saints? And we could have got three and a half, three. That was a bad number. So sometimes it does matter, but you're right. For the most part, the final number really doesn't matter. So I'm with you there. If this, if this moves down to three and a half, I, I'll probably be still cool with the 49ers. But four and a half, we love that number.
1: Dolphins minus two and a half on the road at the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: Wow. Yeah. People are going to see a theme here of me just taking these home dogs, but this is what I have to do. It's a sick life. This is the life I chose to live. I I take home dogs, especially home dogs that the public doesn't like. So the Raiders, they're going to be, I don't even know what the percentage of the money is, but 80, 20,
1: 80, 20 on the bets. Right.
2: So like I, I was going to say, I can promise you the public will come in heavy on the dolphins. They've played really well here the last few weeks, but the Raiders are awful. They have played terrible. I refuse to put them in this contest because they've just been on such a bad slide. Like, some of these teams I just stay away from because it just seems like they're falling apart. Like, no two teams are worse than the NFL right now the last three or four weeks than the Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, love the Raiders here. I'll be betting them professionally, but I will not ask you ever to put this in the competition. I'm happy to stay away from this one.
1: Dolphins Raiders is the prime time Saturday night game. And by the way, if we end up, I, I wrote it down. Like if we end up thinking the Raiders are disgusting, but if we're going to go five, and zero, that's how we're going to do it. And we got to fucking do it, baby.
2: We'll see if like, if we actually do go through and take the 49ers and that comes through and I'm feeling myself, Chad, I might, we might All give it right. and take the Raiders, but right. right now I, I don't want to do that to us or the fans.
1: Chicago Bears are on the road, seven and a half point favorites against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Even my 14-year-old son said to me this morning, how are the Bears' touchdown favorites on the road?
2: (sighs) Sickening. It's sickening. That's what I'm saying. Like, these home dogs, this is what I have to do. You have to take the Jacks, seven and a half. I know they're horrible. I mean, that game last week against the Ravens, I like the Ravens simply just because they beat up on bad teams last week but I'd played the over in that game for a decent amount of money. And it was a horrible, horrible existence, really needing the Jackets to get a touchdown at the end of the game. They got it. Like this offense did get the 14 points, but like you just said, why, why are the Bears seven and a half favorites over anybody? They're inconsistent. Yeah, they've played really well here. They made a switch at offense coordinator. It's worked for them. They've had good offense the last couple of weeks here, but – have to take a home dog, especially the one that's getting no money, like all the money's coming in on the bears. And this is prime time to take the Jags last time of the year. We'll probably take the Jags here, but we'll, we'll take this number, even though I'm going to, we'll talk about it when we, at the end, the bears is who I've left for survivor. So I'm going to be trying to play the middle here and just laying on the seven, but I like the Jags here.
1: I, I am not uncomfortable at all. Taking the Jags at plus seven and a half. I think uh, we're getting the best of it right now. Everyone thinking the bears are amazing after that Vikings game. Everyone writing off the Jags after that Ravens game. Uh, that is the best of the number. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, as we continue in the Sunday afternoon, early games, the Colts are favorites on the road against the Stillers.
2: Yeah, I, this might be my chalkiest pick of the week, but uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Colts. I, I have a lot of money on Pittsburgh Steelers futures. Like, I'm going to have to hedge it out. It's, I think it's going to come down in this Browns game. So, hopefully the Browns, they're underdogs, and I can get a good plus number on the Browns because I'm going to have to hedge. I, I have a big futures bet on the Steelers and when they AFC um, North. So, this is a game where it just feels like they're going to drop it. They're playing against a great Colts defense. The Steelers defense has too many injuries that have caught up to them. And we've seen with Big Ben, he's terrified back there. He's got guys streaking downfield open, but he doesn't care. He's just looking underneath because he just wants to get the ball out quick. And we just saw a Bengals defense that's not that good dominate the Steelers. And I think maybe maybe the gig's up. Maybe Washington showed everyone how to really stop this offense, just playing up front and letting them take the deep shots. So the public's coming on the Colts, and I'm going to ride with them here. Like It's rare for me to go against a home dog, but I just think that Big Ben's injuries – and the injuries to that defense have caught them finally. So I think you're getting a good number here as long as it stays under three of the Colts.
1: That is really interesting. The, the Steelers clearly, um, since the injury to, was it Bud Dupree the other day? Yep. Since his injury, they haven't been the same team. And, and I think in the first game after that, a lot of people didn't really take that into account. And we've seen consistently like this team just getting worse and worse. Uh, and it's really hard for them to get pressure. Everyone is all over TJ Watt. Like it's um, <clears throat> despite the sack record, like it's, it's kind of tragic. Like you feel bad for them because their defense was so prominent and they lost two key players to ACLs. One of the first game of the year. Now this past few weeks, um, <clears throat> I'm with you on the Steelers futures. I have them with you as well, just because we talked about it on the podcast. So Ugh. I'm putting the Colts down at minus one and a half that we're going to put them in the contest.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll go over it too. Next week. Probably we'll talk about, cause we gave out a, I, I posted the show today actually about our, our futures from May. And then we did another show in August. Where we talked about futures, but um, I'll recap some of those. Cause we had some big, like we had a big bet on the bills going over their total and winning the division. And that's yeah. obviously both cash. So, We'll we'll review all that next week though.
1: Look at you bringing it back. You truly have become a media professional. The New York Football Giants—they are eleven-point uh, underdogs on the road against the Ravens. The Giants? Yeah, we're are not big underdogs. About, we're not talking <laughs> about this team, right? We're, we're, there's no way we're investing in the Giants. Like we gave them, no. we gave them a shot. It's over.
2: Yeah, like it's your boy Colt. We get it. You love Colt McCoy, but it burned us. We're off of it. We don't have to talk about it, but, yeah, I'll probably be on the bear, the giant side just because everyone's leaving for dead, but we're not putting this in.
1: There's no way. Like, uh, <clears throat> the Chiefs minus 10 and a half against the Falcons. Eesh. E Ah. E Gad. E- ah.
2: I- no we have to do it though no the, no the chi- dude the, chi- the chiefs get backdoored every time
1: i know but the fuck like you know who's not going to backdoor the chiefs you know who's not flying through that back door? the All atlanta right. falcons
0: you can always come in my backdoor
2: <laughs> i i i honestly am cool not putting this in just because like i am so blessed that atlanta plus six cash like I think the bucks were like minus seven or minus seven and a half at a halftime. So I said, Oh sweet. I'm going to get a nice little middle here. The the bucks will come back. They'll still lose, but I'll still cash my Atlanta money line and my Atlanta plus uh plus six. But I had, I, in my competition, I have a lot of teams left side so and survivor. I had the bucks. So I was in a weird spot where it's like, I kind of hedged myself just in case the bucks did lose and holy heck did Atlanta fall apart. So I'm with you. I don't want to test fade here because Atlanta, after that loss, they could all those guys could just quit on the season. That that yeah. could have been the one that just they fold up shop there. So uh, I will take this number because the Chiefs have been good to me. They just been letting teams back door. The three and a half for the Saints came through. The three pushed good three, but I'm with you. I'll I'll just stay away from this one.
1: I put them on the list just in case. <laughs> Browns. The the Browns are. uh Ten point road favorites, the streaking Browns. The Browns cannot be beat. The Browns will go into the Meadowlands as favorites, increasing favorites, and they still cover as touchdown favorites. Has Baker Mayfield figured it out? Has Kevin Stefanski figured it out? Is that defense as good as we think? Is their offensive line just outstanding? A bunch of Pro Bowlers on that offensive line, even though there's injuries. Was that the Jets' best effort this past week against the Rams? Is now the time to take a huge double-digit favorite known as the Cleveland Browns?
2: I refuse to take the Browns here. This is like, this is sickening. But like the funniest part, the most fun I had ever on Twitter is probably tweeting out that Jets thing because – people don't want to listen. Like people listen to this show, a lot of this, like, especially if we get stuff wrong, like, God, oh, what do these guys know? But that jets one, I will never, you'll never hear me saying the jets are free money. Okay. And I put that literally out to the universe on Twitter that the jets this week, last week were free money. And no one was happy when they won that game. Jets fans weren't happy. Every Joe, you know, at the local bar had an 0 16 ticket on the jets. Cause they're a sucker. And it's like, this is football. It's it's all every given any given Sunday is the truest statement. That's what like makes the what the Chiefs are doing so incredible is that everyone knows everyone's giving the Chiefs their best shot every week, and Mahomes just keeps winning. Where the Jets eventually a team was gonna sleep on them, and that was such a snowball effect where it was Jared Goff who's just a bipolar quarterback. One week he's good, one week he's just the worst QB in the league, and. This week, like you just said, the Browns, I've, I've been wrong on them. I, I didn't think the year one was Stefanski. They'd figure out the offense. And Baker's played so well in this offense. But I talked about it early in the show. Home dogs, that's what I'm here for. Like, like this is what professionals do. We take this plus 10, and we'll throw a little on the Jets' money line. If the Jets go up 10 nothing, 7 nothing, we hedge out on the Browns' money line. You just hit a nice little middle. So, once again, I'll, I'll be back here on the Jets. They've been playing well. I know they laid a stinker with the Seahawks, but if you look at the other games, they have a couple games this year they could have won. That Oakland one, they should have won. They should have beat New England when they were at home. They, like, let them come back into the game and lose. So I still think the the public is still thinking to themselves, this Jets team is just awful when I think just like last week, we're going to get good value here, especially if it's at plus 10. That's that's crazy. This home team is plus 10. So we'll take the Jets.
1: Right now we're putting the Jets plus 10 potentially in the contest.
2: We are. I'm not going to let it get scared off because I'm so mad at myself for moving them out just because it was DraftKings is smart. They do these weird things like that plus 16. I didn't see a plus 16 in any book this whole week with the Jets. But jet, the, somehow DraftKings knew that would scare people off and they put that number in plus 16. So, like if they move this to plus nine and a half, plus nine, I'll still take the Jets here.
1: All right, we still got to get to a big balls bet. We still got a hornets that, net. That's
2: to... it. I I should have said it there. That's oh. that's by far the big balls bet. Of oh
1: my that. god. Big balls bet of the week. <laughs> I can't wait till we get that one sponsored by like the local urologist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I told you, we got to get like, you know, the guy, the men's cl- the clippers, whatever, for trimming the area downstairs. We got to get those guys to sponsor it.
1: Manscapers. Yeah. Matt Mitchell, get on that. Bengals, Texans, Bengals on the road. Nine point dogs to the Texans. Uh,
2: I mean, it's going to be, we can, we'll do it quick. Like, I, we don't have to spend time on this because Rob put it in, but I'm going to take the Bengals here. But it's, there's no, no smart rationale other than the Houston should be favored more than seven over anybody. Like, we saw the Jags back door. They're just – the Houston is not a good team. So, I'll take the, all those points with the Bengals. What is your number
1: on this? Because I feel the same way. Like, I look at this, I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense.
2: Seven and a half. So, like, I thought for sure they would hang it at seven and a half or seven. But it, it's interesting they have it at that high. So, they're kind of tempting you there. That's why I don't want to put it in because it feels like they're sucking me in on the Bengals.
1: You don't want to give in a temptation? No. Nah. Late games, late games. Oh, boy, look, we can bet the Broncos as three-point road dogs against the Los Angeles Chargers. Those are teams that we love betting on. That's how we think we're going to get back in the money in the DraftKings contest.
2: Yeah, we're passing, but three and a half for the Broncos divisional game, I'll take it. Like last week, people can give us crap all the time about the Bills, but that's, that's an anomaly game. That's how... People think Vegas is so stupid. Why wasn't that number seven then if the Bills were such a lock? It was six all week, five and a half. It was just an anomaly game. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, and Josh Allen played out of his mind.
0: The Bills make me want to kick your heels up and throw your hands up and throw your head back and come on now. The Bills are making
2: it happen now. So I'll buy low again on the Broncos. The Chargers are coming off back-to-back wins. Maybe they're, maybe they're just going – on the right team right now, the Chargers, because they have played well the last couple of weeks, but divisional game, three and a half, I'll take the Broncos.
1: All right, next up, the Carolina Panthers, Teddy Covers, plus two and a half at the Washington football team. Dwayne Haskins celebrating his near victory, his 20 to three come from behind, 20 to 15 loss by allegedly going to a, a strip club. Uh, where not only were they, uh, I'm assuming, topless, but also maskless. <laughs> Bring new meaning to the phrase topless.
2: In fairness to him, it was a dollar wing night. So who knows if he was going there just for the wings or the strippers. But
1: Strip clubs my, are known for their great wings.
2: My man has millions of dollars being paid to him to play his dream sport and he's risking all that to go to a strip club after a win, like breaking all the COVID guidelines. Not a win, a loss. That's <laughs> true. Oh,
1: a God. near win. So Cover. Dwayne Haskins covered. He's like, we covered. Let's hit the club.
2: Oh, my God. So what do we do? We always talk. Teddy Teddy is a dog. We love Teddy is a dog. So. If it's Alex Smith, we'll revisit it because we love Alex Smith and we love when he's playing for this Washington team because he's just such a good QB, but no way. No way I would take Haskins, especially as a favorite. So if, it, if, it's, uh, if it's him playing this week, he's not kicked off the team, yeah, we'll, we'll be on the Panthers this week.
1: 100% agree. Uh, all right. Your Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts are now two point, two and a half point favorites on the road against the Cowboys. Listen, I love Jalen Hurts. Big fan. Think you performed admirably and gave me a scare. Um, but I still like the Cowboys as home dogs. Like they're just playing better. Like they're they're playing better and people are sleeping on them.
2: Yeah. And it's exciting times right now, Chad. I got a quarterback in Hertz. Matt Mitchell has a quarterback in Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And you I have a quarterback. You have a quarterback in Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. No, One no, of the no. best QBs in the league right now. Yeah. So Yeah, 100%. I have to take my emotion out of it. Of course, I want to bet on the Eagles, and it pained me to fade them last week. And knowing that this is the game that the Eagles, they win this, they can win this division. But like you just said, Cowboys have been playing better. The defense has been playing a little bit better. Uh, Home dog, public coming in heavy on the Eagles, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because this number moved from minus one to plus two. So that means a lot.
1: Wow.
2: That's terrifying as an Eagles fan. Yeah. So, yeah. The Eagles fan in me, I hope the Eagles win this game, but the the sharper me, the better. I'm happy to take the Cowboys. If this went to plus three, this is an automatic play in our competition.
1: We got a lot of games we're building up here. A lot of games we're going to have to choose from on Saturday and Sunday. I'm looking at the Cowboys, and I'm thinking we're walking into the Hornets' Nest.
2: Do you want that to be the Hornets' Nest, Chad? Because you might be my only companion walking in with me on that one. I'm walking to a fucking Hornets' Nest, all right? Now be my companion.
1: You are my companion, we are in the foxhole. We're in the hornets nest. Got the jets or the big balls bet of the week. Rams are one-point dogs, the game that will decide the NFC West.
2: Ooh. Stay away from me. I'll be on the Seahawks side, but I, I don't want to put this thing in competition. There's too much, too much going on here where the, the Rams always play the Seahawks really tough. The Seahawks I don't know how, if I don't – it's not that I don't trust them. It's just that there's too many things going on with the Seahawks lately that it's like some weeks Russell Wilson's playing really bad. He's completely fallen off the map in the MVP race. Like he's just not even in the top three, top four conversation anymore. But the Rams, I just don't want to bet against – I don't want to put this competition just simply because the Rams just had that loss against the Jets. Like how, how do they not play crazy yeah. fired up this week? But I like the Seahawks here, so I'm, I'm cool with staying away from this one.
1: How do you not play crazy fired up against the Jets? Honestly, if you're a professional, you know the opportunity in front of you. You yeah. take that opportunity, you win it. You don't put yourself in a position where you have to go on the road against the Seahawks. I mean, I know the Jets are, you know, in name a professional football team, and there are people with pride on their side, but that that was. A stunning lack of professionalism. Uh, I agree with you on the Titans. I don't want the Titans. Seventy-five percent of the money coming in on the ti- on the bets coming in on the Titans right now as three and a half point dogs. I do think um, Derrick Henry may end up running for three hundred yards in this game.
2: Yeah. So, like, I, I get it too. That's this is a coin, truly a coin flip game. So you are getting like I had this at three. I think you are getting good value on the Titans. But the fact that they're the public dog this week, just like last week, the Eagles were the public dog. I stay away from public dogs, or I tend to fade them. So, primetime game here with the Packers. Hopefully, the money keeps coming in on the Titans, and I can get the best of the number and get the Packers a minus three, minus two and a half. But I'm with you. We'll stay away.
1: That's what's going to happen. This last game, look, Monday night game, fitting fitting Coda to the end of the season because you've got the Bills, who have just taken over as the AFC Champions going against the longtime champions, New England Patriots, the Bills, Matt Mitchell, Matt Mitchell of Western New York. The Bills are seven-point favorites on the road. Stephon
0: Diggs is putting out a clinic now. Stephon Diggs makes a game! It can't be stopped.
1: This isn't the same old Bills, man.
0: We're not going to let anybody on the outside tell us who we are. Come on, what you going to do? Who you going to be? Who you going to be? Who you going to be? They want to talk about our blue collars and our rust
2: belts. We'll just keep faking guys out of their shoes.
0: Oh, God.
2: And And that was one of the best things I saw all all weekend was Josh Allen posted a video of them getting in. I think it was like 2 or 3 in the morning back in New York. And he was driving. All the fans had come. I mean, I know, like, I shouldn't be saying that because I had COVID. And it's like, of course, I want these people to be safe. But who cares, man? Bills fans, 20 years, like, diehard. Like, some of our – everyone loves the Bills Mafia. This is bullshit. I had some bad experience with the Bills fans, but come on. I'm from Philly. We have the worst fans in the world. So, like, I can't say anything bad about Bills fans. They're passionate. I love it. I'm so happy for them, like – as someone that bet on the Bills to win the AFC East, it, it's a great feeling knowing that come, in the summertime I kind of was like, man, am I really betting against the Patriots to win this division? But now me and you are sitting here feeling like geniuses because the Bills ran away with this division. But I'm going to keep my trend going Bill, of uh, feeding the Bills and losing money because, once again, I told you this week is a home dog week. There's all these home dogs. And Newland's awful. Cam Newton's awful. No one should bet on New England. Everyone should bet on the Bills. The smart side's the Bills, but I have to take New England, especially if they're up some books, have them plus seven and a half. I cannot take the Bills minus seven and a half on the road, especially after they just clinched their division. I I have to take the Patriots here.
1: A hundred percent agree. Do we love them enough as seven point dogs to put them in the contest?
2: No, I'm banning us from going against the Bills in the contest. We, we, every yeah. time we've gone against the Bills, we've lost in the contest. So I, I can't do it just anymore. We have to go 5-0. and 0. All
1: right. So right now, right now, our big balls bet of the week brought to you by Urology is Us. <laughs> the New York Jets. Hornet's Nest. Game of the week. We're walking into the Hornet's Nest together with the Cowboys. The survivor pick has got to be the
2: Bears. It's looking like I'm going to do the bears and I can't believe I'm saying this, but my best option might be the jets. So I'm going to keep people posting. I'll post it online, but that's what I have left here at the end.
1: Are you freaking kidding me?
2: (laughs) No, it's awful.
1: You're going to put the jets in over the Browns as a survivor pick. Uh,
2: We did. uh, Yeah. Like I'm telling you, I have nothing left. Like I I played every team you can think of because we've been doing two teams here the last couple of weeks. So it's like, I either have to do the Lions the, um, or the Jets or, yeah, I can't do the Jags. So I'm taking the Bears. That's who they're going to get. So I, I literally have no other options.
1: Oh, my God. That is dreadful to have awesome. real money on the line.
2: That's why I'm so sick about not winning it. This should be over.
1: It should be over.
2: I hate myself, dude. I'm so mad.
1: These are the games we're talking about right now. We're going to choose five from this list. 49ers plus four and a half. Jags, plus seven and a half. Colts, minus one and a half. Falcons, plus 11. Jets, plus 10. Panthers, plus two and a half. Cowboys, plus two and a half. We got some gems on here. And I do feel like we've got some professional decisions to make. We're going to own our decision. Speaking of owning our decision, that is the phrase that pays this week. Reminder, we have been asking fans all season long to rate and review the podcast. Those who do and use the winning phrase in their review have been eligible to win up to $500, $100 for every game Simon and I win. Uh, thank you for all your reviews all season long. The phrase that pays will continue through the playoffs. Our, uh, let's see. We're doing another one. We're bringing it back. <sighs> We're going to match that number with a donation to the winner's favorite charity. If you rate and review the podcast using the phrase, Simon says, own your decisions, and Matt Mitchell randomly chooses it, you will win some money. Your favorite charity will win some money. Simon says, own your decisions. The winner of this week's contest is reviewer Betton McFly. Benton McFly, I don't have your real name, brother. You got to send it to matt.mitchell at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize. Two peas in a pod. Let me just say I'm so happy to have stumbled upon this podcast. I normally don't listen to podcasts the entire length, but this is a must listen Listen from beginning to end. I just want to say thank you to Chad and Simon for sharing your insights and knowledge on sports betting. Not only do they provide great picks, but they have great stories, which keeps me entertained. I've only been listening for a couple of weeks and my bankroll is already up. These guys have a great dynamic. When it comes to discussing their picks, I look forward to the next one.
0: Love it.
2: Simon. <laughs> Thanks for the review, man. Yeah, hopefully... Uh... Like we'll talk about next week, the numbers. If you just listen to this show and just bet what we talk about, man, have you had a good year?
1: You really have.
2: You really, it's crazy. even if
1: we go 0-5 this week, like you're going to be over 53%. That's what you got to do to be profitable in sports betting. Like, like you don't become a millionaire betting on sports, betting on football in one season, but you can be profitable. And we've done that for you.
2: We can go. So we gave out like seven picks. I think you just said there. we can go over seven. And we'll still finish on just the picks given out on this pod above 68% for the season.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Does that make you sick?
1: That actually makes me sick.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: Oh, my fucking God. That makes me sick. <laughs> Awful. That's why we got to own our decisions, Simon. I know. It says own your decisions. This has been the Favorites Podcast from the Action Network for Simon Hunter at Tan on Twitter. I'm Chad Millman at Chad Millman. Download the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, love you.